Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back with another installment of that flyness. It's Sus Gerb, Lush Uno, and Your Highness. Come on, quit playing with us. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so my brother Disaster, as I said in the previous episode, is out there deep in the sand dunes, busting moves, you feel yes, me, in yes. Lebanon. Yes. So my man Suspect. We got Sus filling in. We got Sus filling in. He trying to take everybody's job at No Jumper, bro. Like, <laughs> like. I ain't doing it on purpose, man. I'm just here doing my thing. Almighty 22. <laughs> 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 nah, it's a beautiful thing. And um, with us today, yes. one of the dopest battle rappers in the game. You, I, I noticed I didn't say female battle yes, rappers. I because appreciate that. Don't put her in a box. Yes. Yeah, I don't even want to make that distinction here. Nor is Pretty Reesey, yes. the Blacksican Bay, aka yes. RX. RX, how I'm being here. You're on the vibe. You're on the vibe. Where'd the name RX come from? Okay, so RX is because you short... don't seem like you on drugs. No, I'm not. But I got the prescription for these bitches though. So okay. that right there is kind okay. of where it come in at. But it's a deeper meaning to it than just that. You feel me? Like it's like Reesey X in honor of Malcolm X. Like, okay. I really idolize mm. Malcolm X a lot. I love what he stood for, his life journey. I really respect what he, uh, you know, brought forth to the black community at the time that he had to do what he had to do. You feel me? By any means necessary. So I just want to honor and commemorate Malcolm X by all means. So that's dope. That's Thank that. You. That's awesome, and I never even knew that. Like yeah. that's deep with it. That's dope. Just added, At least it means something, and you can just be like, "Yeah, drugs, bitch." My name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> No, no, no. It doesn't have, it doesn't, I mean, it could have like a drug connotation to it, you know what I'm saying? But, and like, it's, it's really not even about that. You just added a crease to my cranium with that Malcolm X right there. <laughs> yes. And um, grew up in Compton, California. Yes. Conceived, raised, and born, all that good stuff in Compton. You East know? side or West side? The West side. <laughs> <laughs> we had to clarify for the real motherfuckers yep. who be yeah. around. Because yeah, there's, there's a... my niggas up in Sunny Cove, you feel me? Period. Yes. So is um that's and and that's where you were raised at as well, yes. not just born there. And yes. Like, so uh, you uh I think you had said isn't Roddy Rich like Okay, like, yeah, he from like the Wilmington Arms. That's like yeah. across the street. Yeah. So like you we, from we right... all like under the same little section though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um growing up when you did and you know you're Black and Mexican. Yes, yes, black skin. Black Which parents is which? So my dad is Chicano and my mom is West African. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which like is a lot of times people might make the assumption it's the other way it's around. Other way around. Yeah. Right, because yeah. usually it is. Yeah, a lot of times it is. But I feel like I have a lot of friends though that like their father is like Latino 
and like their mom is like you know black right or something like that or african or you know caribbean whatever um i don't like, like to use the term black i just say west african that's just me but you know well, with that being said, mm -hmm. is it safe to assume that Pops is a stone cold player <laughs> if he's able to get a West African queen right, like that? Right. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, you know, my dad, he he loves women and he loves he loves my mom and you know, he just thought that she was the most beautiful thing ever. And right when he met her, he just married her. Like, who does that? Like, who just meets somebody <laughs> and marry them? Like, oh my God. But they were married for like twenty years, so yeah, my my dad he he loves him some black women. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like him. And he is he fr is he from Mexico or is he no, from? He's from no, he's Chicano. He's okay. Chicano. He's, he's from Chicano. he's from uh, Fullerton. Okay. Yeah, my dad is from Fullerton. He's from Fulas. You know that's what the Chicanos call Fulas. Yeah, so real third generation. Yeah. Your third generation. Um, I guess so. Yeah, That'll no, make it third, second, right? second, second. My dad would be first, and I would be second. Right. So mis abuelos. Ellos es de México. Okay. Sí. Okay, but you're you you go out there and you oh, tap God, in with the yes. soil. Oh God, I'm going next month. Like I'm always up in Mexico. Like I got my passport stamped up so many times. I got my uh, my century pass and all that. You feel me? For those of you who don't know what a century pass is, it's a trusted traveler program. You can travel up over there, come back like that. You gotta wait no line. You just go and come back. So yeah. I'm always she at player with it. So, so for all of y'all that want to make an excursion to Hong Kong, and I don't know, you basically you know, say all you broke ass bitches that don't like me, y'all don't know what this is. You know what Hong Kong is, right? Hong Kong. Hong, you don't. Okay, see that's that shows how wholesome you are. Okay. And I respect Hong Kong is. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Here this nigga loves you. Hong Kong is like the most. Allegedly, okay? Okay, okay. The most fire brothel slash oh strip. Oh, he went there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my if, God. if I went there, I wouldn't Red have come back. Red Light District is what you're talking about. And by the way, look, Red at, light district. look at this lighter real quick. Examine it. Yes. You see what's going on. Seven oh, Wonders Dot Shop. Oh, he pulled her out on the lighter. <laughs> you feel me? Yes, seven Wonders Dot Shop. Get your RX lighter today. You feel me? We going to get into the Seven yes, Wonders, though. but. Yes. But before we get into all that, and and I ain't gonna bore you with tales of Hong Kong or any oh of that. Oh my god, but, I can't believe you. <laughs> but, but let's just say, get your what, what's the, what's the pass called? The oh, it's called a century, century pass. pass. Get your get you a century pass yes. so you can skip the line did. straight. We to too Hong broke Kong. for all that. So what's that called? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so growing growing up in the nineties. In uh, in Compton, mm -hmm. there, there was a lot of racial tension. At oh the time. God, yes, yes. Late eighties, early nineties. I, you know, it was a lot going on outside my doorstep, and to me, it was just normal because we saw that every day, you know. But like the like the riots kicking off, like all kind of like violence shit going on. It was just regular. Like I never thought, like, oh man, this is bad. Like you don't got time to think about if it's bad or good because that's all you it's know. Just your life. If that's all yeah. you know. Then that's just what life is for you. Yeah. So that was completely normalized. Oh yeah, it was just another day. Mm -hmm. Did you like? Did you ever feel like divided and pulled in different directions? Because like when I look at it, it's like, wow, this is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. You have this rich heritage on both sides, mm -hmm. and like this gives you like really strong lineage mm -hmm. and like a DNA code that could you feel me crack NASA and all that. <laughs> but like. People on the streets sometimes they not they look at it in a more like base perspective like right. oh you one of them you are not one of us right. or like ooh that's a good question I was gonna ask you did you ever experience racistness yes. from your Hispanic side yes 
Yes. I want to hear about that. Can I we get an example? I think that I probably experienced more prejudice. Um, I wouldn't call it racist. I call it prejudice because mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, negative views, hateful people, right. uh, you know, spewing a negativity. Um, I would say that it comes a lot from the Latino community mm-hmm. and a lot from my Mexicano people. And I, I, I'm pained by that because right. it's like, oh, my God, like, how could you be so ignorant, you know? But I also get it sometimes from the black community, but not hardly as much right. as We're the, a little bit more accepting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my, I have a sister. We're like identical. You know, but she's just very fair skinned. Mm. And it's funny because she gets it from the black the black side a right. lot. And then I get it from the Mexican side a mm. lot. So it's just so funny, you know, that it works out that way. But you know, it's a lot of, you know, prejudicial people out there, a lot of ignorant people out there, and I can't lower my IQ for them. You know what I'm or saying? Or vibration. Or nice. my vibration. Exactly. Like I'm vibing high, I'm good, I'm educated. So I don't even want to like play with them down there, you know, but I do get it a lot and I'm able to handle it better today as an adult, as opposed to when I was a teenager. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, I mean, ignorance comes in all colors, shapes, sizes. You ever get it from family or, or outside? No, well, that's a good question. Family. That's what I really get. Family, yeah, not no? from my family. My family is like so accepting. My family is like really, really loving. My right, family's so that's not where like it counts. that. Yeah, they're, the outside people don't like matter. That. The yeah. family where it matters. Yeah, but sometimes you be out in something like that. You feel me? Like I'll be like speaking Spanish or something, and somebody walk up like, "Oh, why are you speaking my language?" And I'd be like, "Your language, my language." Clearly, if I could speak it like you, it must be mine too. Yeah, I'd be like, "What?" And it'd be like these little old lonias, like these little old ladies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh God. Have you it'd never heard crazy. of Afro Latinos? Like they don't they don't really be accepted. We, Especially we really up get in down Mexico. Up in Mexico, they just recently started accepting Afro Latino people that are from Mexico the into indigenous the census. People. Yeah, into the census. Like this was like what, 2020 or this was this was recently. It was, it was recently. It have, it, this was not like that long Tainos ago. And all that. But well it's like it's like negros. It's like yeah, like yeah. dark people yeah. who look like me. The indigenous people there. But yeah. they won't, they displace them. They're black oh, as yeah. hell right. and they don't speak no English and they're from there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like right. African descent, but yes. they're Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They just recently started counting them on the census. It's over a million of them. You know what I'm saying? And especially in like a, a state called uh, Guerrero. There's a few other ones, Acapulco. There's a few other ones out there, like coastal places. They're very mm-hmm. beautiful people, very tropical people. It's just like the Caribbeans on that side, like on the, the other side. On oh, the other yeah, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yes. It's just all kinds of, you know, melanated individuals. And in my family, particularly, uh, there are darker people because my great-grandfather was like completely indigenous. And he wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't white. He was, he was dark-skinned. He was dark. I got, I got pictures. So it's like, you know... Some some people they got that Spaniard blood and some people got more of like the you know Aztec blood mm-hmm. and then you know some people have like some like the African blood. I mean mm-hmm. it just depends on like where you fall in at, but it's like at the end of the day like we all from the same place. Yeah, that's me? not spoken on enough. Like oh, they're from all. there, they've been there probably longer than, yeah. than 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 some of the Spanish ones. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They've been there. We all I always say the same thing. When they dropped us off on that boat, they just dropped all mm-hmm. off first, and then they kept us yep. on a little longer and dropped us off in the south. Yep. Same boat, same people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just mixed in Absolutely. with different people. So yeah. those are still the people of that land. So they should get the same respect as Yeah, sense. I feel like we are so like miseducated about like the true transatlantic slave trade 
and facts, like how the facts. people are like you know dropped off here there mm-hmm. there 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 but like it's all the same damn same people same people because people want to be facts. divisive so they want to act like motherfuckers want to feel better than other motherfuckers oh god yeah want to put motherfuckers so down yeah I I get that a lot also even from like other like Latino people they'll be like oh well you're Mexican oh well I'm this and I'm I'm better than you like uh, like what the fuck are you talking like they got about? a hierarchy like, or some shit yeah like somebody's right. like fucking hierarchy I don't how does know the content of your character speak from where you from it's all about right. the content of your character not not the Preach. land that you from that has Preach. nothing to do Preach. with nothing come on no cap content yes. almighty yes yes exactly almighty king that's almighty king she afro latino so I had to take the opportunity because people maybe they'll hear it better coming from somebody mm-hmm. from that community instead yes. of me or my hating black ass you feel me it'll be my hating ass but she from your community she speaks Fluent Spanish, clearly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to take it from somebody from that community. She just spoke the truth. And let's yeah. keep it a stack since we on this topic. We in Mexico right now. Fact. You feel okay, me? all like, I do is move the border and steal the land, okay? Like, so don't get mad when the people come back home. Califas. Don't get mad. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, this right here is all, you know, this was all Mexico at one point in time. And like, I don't want to get into no history lesson, you feel yeah. me? Because I could go there, but I, could, I know the history. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, my daddy taught me everything. My dad, he's very, very big on like Chicano studies, Mexican history. He taught me all this at a very young age. My mom is the same exact way. My mama, a Black Panther, low-key. Mm. And she taught me, you know, Black history from a very young age. So I grew up very cultured on both sides. Mm. Yeah. No, that's dope. And, you know, again, being from Compton and the demographics of Compton have shifted oh, dramatically. Yes. It went from like yes. back when you was growing up, predominantly mm-hmm. black city. Oh, yeah. Well, take it further back. It was like a predominantly was white, white city, city. Yeah. Right. way back yeah. in there. You know, anytime we come, they leave it. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, so my, mom, my mama told me that when she first moved to Compton, they were just building Sunny Cove. They were just building like the houses. Mm, and right. it was like all white people that live in like, the surrounding areas. And once one black person moved in, all the whites left. Mm. So you White know, flight. Mm-hmm. So they, they they filled in, and it was all it was all black people in my neighborhood. My dad was in black, and I maybe had like a few neighbors that were in black. It was like Samoans, few Mexicans, but it was it was predominantly black. But now you know it's shifted. It's predominantly yeah. Chicano at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and even like people from Central America and all mm-hmm. that. Right? Oh, yeah. All type of different Latinos. Mm-hmm. Is it, is that kind of is is it kind of like do you feel like the city's changed as a result like or is it still have the same energy um i think that it has changed but i don't feel like it changed in a bad way or a right. negative way yeah, i yeah, feel yeah. like it changed but in some well i guess in some aspects it could be kind of you know difficult um or whatever like gang related type stuff but as far as like the culture of Compton, like like Compton is still Compton, you know right. like we still here. So what's the difference for those that don't know between Compton and LA? Because people think, oh God, cause like, you know, like, like, cause Compton is part of LA County. It's you LA feel County, me? Like, but it's you, not LA city. Right. You get yes. caught up, you're going to go to LA County yes. jail and all that. Yes. But it's like, it's very different. Being it's the LA world. nigga, yes. it's different. Being an LA nigga, anytime you come across Long Beach, Compton, and you try to group, I'm from Compton. I'm from Long Beach. I'm from Compton though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got an identity. I think it's because outside people always try to group y'all with us. And they're like, nah, we got our own shit going on over here. Yeah, exactly. Our own rhythm, our own program Mm -hmm. going. You Mm -hmm. feel me? So it's different. Yeah, it's like like a culture to Compton. It's a culture to LA. It's a culture to Long Beach. Like, you know, it's it's not the same. So we don't want to be grouped in with, you know, this big lump sum of people right here. But we got our own shit cracking, you know? And what, so how would you define that? What's the difference between Compton? Like, what the... How do you, how, I know it's a broad question, yeah, but it is. I want to hear it from your perspective, uh-huh. though, as like a native, you feel me? 
Okay, well, I, I, me, me personally, being from Compton, we got certain culture, we got certain swag, we use certain lingo and stuff like that, and maybe that's not always used in other areas of LA. You know, like the hats that we wear might be different from what the hats that they wear up over there. The, we might dress a little bit different or whatever it is. It's just like, you know, that's just what we be on. We be on our own type of time. But as far as like, you know, math wise, <laughs> like like we like, I guess like, would we be considered like South Bay or something? I don't yeah, know. y'all like South We'd of be that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we more like South. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, ge- uh, geographically, like it's like way different. Like to get to LA, we got to go South like, of South Central. Minutes. Like, right, yeah. right, exactly. So we got our own, we got our own thing going. And y'all got what I think a lot of people don't realize, your own accent which you have su- i love your the way you talk you have like yeah. this super compton vernacular yeah. and like twang to your voice which yes. for, if people don't know what like compton sound like like right right just yeah. listen to rx yeah. Yeah, but you gotta like be that. here to know that because outside motherfuckers they're like oh them just a bunch of la motherfuckers i think in my opinion compton I, I think it's different when when you're driving through la I'm going to be in the same hood maybe for like eight minutes. You feel me? Just driving down some streets. You hit Compton. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. New hood. Make yeah. a right. New hood. Yeah, yeah. Two blocks. Yeah. New hood. You like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Because yeah. where I grew up at, like on my side is Park Village. On the other side is Farm Dogs. On the other side is Nutty Block. On the other side is Cedar Block. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everywhere. It's like, it's mm-hmm. all these different hoods. You cross the street, you in a whole different neighborhood. Like, like your shoelaces might not go on that side. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you might have to answer to somebody yeah. for that. Like, you, know? you got to be on your toes. Yeah. Did you yeah. feel the, like the pressure to like. Oh, God. Yeah. Because I, I went to school in Carson. So I had to take the bus home. And Which is a whole bunch of other politics. Yeah, that's a whole, other, there, yeah, that's like, a whole yeah. other thing right there. But like, going from like, you know, one hood to the next hood, like gotta be going up over here on the bus change my shoelaces real quick let me change my shirt real quick you know what i'm saying go in my backpack make sure i'm not getting pressed by nobody but you still get pressed no matter what right. but yeah it was it was just always like that even even up. women even young yes, young ladies getting pressed yeah, yeah, yeah it's none of that shit matter it don't matter yeah. what your gender is like you, you a person like you a human being like every, i mean i was young too i was like 11 like mm-hmm. yeah and it's it females it was, it was from up. that side yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be females yeah. over there too. Yeah, it was all kind of stuff going on. Like they don't care if you was a little girl. Like I was getting pressed by grown people, like niggas way older than me type shit. Especially if Almost you look mature. Day. Especially if you look mature, it's gonna start. Yeah, I think that I used to dress like I used to be like a tomboy and stuff. You know, like oh yeah, I used to dress a little bit different. But um, yeah, I was getting pressed all the time. It was. Just I could just picture you like thing. four foot ten. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to post some pictures, man. I want to show y'all, you know, some back in the day. Already. No, we need a. I'll, I need a flashback Friday recently. Yeah, I got you. Like, I got yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, when did you realize? You know, first of all, actually, I want to hear both of y'all. Being, you know, you from South Central, you from Compton. I was talking to the homies about this the other day. Like, if you look at the hip hop landscape of LA, most of the most like popping. Compton and Long Beach, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, there's not too many. Like, who are like the rap legends from LA? Like, right. other than like, like Ice, Cube, Ice Cube, Nipsey. Like, right. there's like then it gets kind of tricky. Like, you could throw like Draco in there. You feel me? If you other, you're gonna, you're gonna have to get newer. You have to get newer yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. Like, because the like, like, did you kind of like growing up out there? Did you have like a sense of the history? Like, damn, like this is where. So many of the legends yeah. of hit did that influence you yeah. to be a rapper? Yeah, um, especially like growing up, like you know, late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s, you know, like 
that was like everyday culture for us, you know, like Easy E, like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, like um, NWA, like all that shit. Like we we loved all that shit. And growing up for me, that right there was a big influence for me to started doing poetry actually that's what i first did was poetry and mm. i was like dang like they put the words together like crazy like once i learned how to write i was writing poetry every day and from there it went into rap and you know that's that kind of just you know took off on its own but it just started off with more like sparking my mind like creating in my mind because i just feel like when i was young i always heard a lot of negative connotations about Compton, and it's like dang like like we not that like, like we better than that like we got mm. you know good people up over here we got talented people up over here like i want to be one of the ones that's like talented that's going to stand mm. out and not be not care about what people got to say about Compton. like i gotta still show up and do my thing yeah so was it because you're known as a battle rapper, mm-hmm. and but were you were you on the music? You said you started with poetry, so did it like yeah? Were you doing the music and yeah, all that I didn't for- start doing music until I was like 15, 16. And I didn't that only went till I was like nineteen, twenty because I started going to college. And once I went to college, it was like shit. I'm gonna go home and write this ten page paper, or I'm gonna go to the studio. Like which one I'm gonna do, you know? Right. So that's when it kind of like you know branched off into me doing more like college stuff had to take a back seat on the music but from 15 to 20 i would say i was real heavy on the music i wanted to you know do shows and i would have all my friends going to the studio like that that was like exciting to me i love that shit it was like you know young free doing what you want to do rapping living life and then you know adulthood came and i had to you know take the college route so i went to college and that right there was like you know six years getting two degrees and then after that was over that's when i got into battle rap because at heart it's like i never stopped rapping i was always still writing bars and everything what was your music like was because I, I have a couple guesses oh, all right i have a couple guesses <laughs> <laughs> let me find out Reese. Oh, let me find out that you got some jerk songs no, 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 no. I never got with the Jerk Era. I never got with the Jerk Era. I'm real like age, bar bro. heavy. <laughs> I'm real like bar heavy. So I was always just more into like lyrics, like okay. bars. You know what I'm saying? I was always really influenced by like Tupac. Like he always had like a message. Like I always wanted to come with like that message. Was it? Did you have any like more gangster types? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. That too. You know? Yeah. She was yeah. on her thug shit. Yeah. yeah. Thugging. Yeah. I'd love to hear it one day. <laughs> I know you got them in the archives. Yeah, I got some things. I got some things. You I know, know you got. And as your homie that's never heard it, you feel me? Right, like, right. A lot of people ain't heard it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any specific person that inspired you to do poetry? Um, poetry, uh, Langston Hughes, I would say. My mom okay. had this book about um, the Harlem Renaissance, and it had all this poetry in there. And I thought that, oh, my God, I just absolutely love uh, Langston Hughes, Zora Neale Hurston. There was, like, a few other black poets from back in the day, Harlem. Like, they had, like, a whole movement. I was really moved by that. Yeah, I was so moved by that as a child to see how all these people came together to fight against oppression, fight against, you know, um, all the fucked up shit that was happening in society. But they did it through words. They did it through poetry. Like, you know, they all came together. And I thought that was just so beautiful. And I was uh, young and had to, you know, read all these books that my mama gave me to read. And, you know, that right there was a real, real big inspiration for me. Was that was was you being so educated to like you know like all these militant and like um, not just militant but like also artistic movements and all mm-hmm. these different things that's 
that's in your blood and your mm -hmm. DNA and all that. Did that make, do you feel like it was difficult for other people around you to relate to that? Or was it like, yeah, yeah. I've always stood out. I've always been different. I never was a type of person to like, you know, um, like my interests weren't always the same interests as that of my friends that surround me. Like they always knew like, oh yeah, she cool, but they should be on some other shit sometimes. Like, like what the hell you got going on? I'm reading this book. Nigga, what you reading the book for? Like, I like reading. Like, what you mean? You feel me? But that's how it was. Like, to be honest with y'all, like, you feel me? Like, Niggas like, what you got a book? She's a nerd. She reads. And the hood is looked down stuff? upon like, to be what? smart, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I never, I never felt ashamed of it. Like I love reading. Like I, to this day, like I read books every day. Like it's part of my day. Yeah. I read a book once. Okay, okay. <laughs> as long as it ain't Facebook. Man, <laughs> you say, I read a book once. I be on Facebook. No. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool, that's cool. I'm 40 years old. We, we, have, we have Facebook. No. <laughs> um, but so battle rap. Yes. At, at that time, like when there wasn't no battle rappers that were really known mm -hmm. from Compton or, you know, at that time. Okay. So the battle rappers that were known that were from Compton was Compton AV. Cause okay. he, I used to go to the pit. Shout when out I to was, my dog yeah, AV. Shout out to my dog AV. And there was other dude, his name was Double P. I don't know mm -hmm. where he go by now or if he still even rap. I know he used to cut hair. That's all I remember about him, but they used to go to the pit and I was going to the pit back when I was like 15, 16. Do you know what the pit is? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. Extreme. So the pit was a place that like, if you anybody that somebody started off at the pit, they was at the pit, they did something having to do with the I pit. I wish Diz was here just for that. Oh my god, that's who I was like there to see. It was like Diz, they like active, uh, Els Turner, uh, people like that. It was all put together by this dude named Watt Sticks. He's super dope. Like shout out to Watt Sticks, man. Like if it wasn't for him, like I wouldn't, I would probably have never even got into battle rap. Like to be real with you. So you're a teenager. Going and so so the pit was basically it was a weekly or like what, it was like a every weekly, other week I think or it was something. like a weekly type of thing and um, and it was in West LA yeah and it was like at the time so this is probably what like two thousand five to two thousand yeah maybe somewhere around like, there. Like third, yeah yeah so you, you you was a little young for it <laughs> but the reason I ask if you heard of it because like every rapper my dad probably took me no, to that motherfucker that's what I'm saying you like Ooh. you of all people yeah. might could have been there yeah my pops probably and, took me to that shit and because everyone from 2005 to 2008 like from LA and I'm talking like K Dot, uh -huh. Kendrick. I'm talking uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Uh -huh. I'm talking Tyga, like Tyrese, uh, yeah. Dom All Kennedy, kind of like every single rapper that wound up popping off. Nip, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Every rapper that popped off mm -hmm. in LA during that time period came through there. Yes, and maybe like yes. spit a verse because they had performances. Yeah. They had like beat battles, poetry battles, rap battles. Yeah, like, it was just like. Pure entertainment. It was pure talent, and it was super. It was amazing. Like no, there's nothing amazing. like that. It, it's like it was similar. It's like after Project Blowed, kind of like right. wasn't as you know. I was there every week. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, obviously you, 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 you Project Blowed yeah. like royalty just because <laughs> of your pops and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but his pops, L.A. Cool. If you didn't, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. Up. But um, what what's crazy is that like the pit was kind of carried that torch for a while and it was also super hood like it was mm -hmm. a lot of like hella different oh, games yeah. in there and yeah all. it was it 
was, it was, it was greasy. Yeah, yeah, it was greasy. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. like, when, when, if you think about like in the Eight Mile movie, you feel me? Like right, that like type that. of environment, but for LA, like <laughs> everybody, like they're not letting you slide with some weak shit. You're going to get oh, roasted. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And you was it a was, youngin' in there. Yeah, I was like 15, 16 years old. I was around there. I had, you know, I had a car. I was driving everywhere, picking my friends. He pulling up. Did you have a shit. license? Yeah, I did. Well, by the okay. time I was sixteen, I had okay. the license. You know, before I had like a little permit or whatever. You know, I was I was <laughs> mobbing stolos no, yeah, when I was fact. fourteen. Yeah, well, 15, I used to always like, take yeah. my dad's car when I was like ten. So yeah. he was like, right when you could get a license, you got to get it. Like, so I'm yeah. stealing my car. But um, yeah, so I was always up there. I was always going, and it was just a real intense environment. It was a lot of talented people. And I just like really, really like grew creatively just going there, like, you know, with my pen, you know, but I was like not trying to like battle rap at the time because I was like, oh, hell no, anybody for me calling me no bitch. So I was like, I'm <laughs> fighting I everybody, like, fuck that. But then once I got older, I was like, oh, who cares? I can call him a bitch back. So yeah, it was just really, really, really amazing to see so many, you know, amazing people. And then fast forward later, after my college days and stuff like that, to come back to battle rap and still see Diz, to still see active, to still see daylight, like people who I, you know, came into this shit with for real, like battle rap. And yeah. you was hanging out with uh, like the Oh yeah. Like yeah. You was like around them already because yeah, yeah. Hub and the dub, Compton Watts. Yes, 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 like... yes. I already had like a relationship with Daylight actually. Like we were already friends, we already knew each other, and that's who brought me in. Yeah. So that mm. so when did you jump off the porch and were like, I'm finna battle? Cause like Oh my God. Okay, so I had a graduation party, right? I got my master's degree. I had a graduation party and then I was telling my she friends has these casual flexes, like got a master's So I had a party and I was telling my friends to rap and they didn't I read a rap. book once. <laughs> Nobody would rap, and I was like kind of faded, and I just started rapping. I just started going in. And it was Freestyle. Like, yeah. So they was like, what the fuck? Like, where'd this come from? Like, my battle rap friends was there. Clutch was there. Okay. Um, A few other people. Happy C-Day, Clutch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk to my nigga Clutch. So um, somebody recorded me, and they put it on the internet. Like, I, I don't know I don't know who. I had no idea they were recording me, and everybody was like, no, nah, you got to battle rap. You fire. You got to do it. And I was like, no, nah, I don't know about all that. I don't know. Like, I'm going to try to, like, not do it. They were like, no, you have to like come on, just write something. So I was wrote your some freestyle. Bars. Were you like going at people in the? No, free no, no. I was just, just rapping. I was yeah, just yeah, going. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. faded. Yeah, yeah, I was just going. So then they was like, no, just write some bars and let's just see what you got. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just write some stuff. So I wrote some bars and they was like, yo, that's crazy, but you got too much filler. Like you gotta like watch some like female battle rappers and you have to like see how they do it. Like filler ain't gonna work. You gotta have some punchlines. I said, okay, that's easy. I'm gonna do that. So they showed me a battle, um, 40 bars. Once I saw that right there, I went down a rabbit hole watching all these females. And I was like, oh, I could do this shit, like, for sure. And I just started writing more bars, and I came back, you know what I'm saying, to our little cypher that we used to have with Crack City, and niggas was like, no, nah, you got to do this. Like, this is next level crazy. So I kind of did my first battle kind of as, like, a like a joke, I guess. Like, I'm going to just do it just to see, like, what happens. Was that the Joy Lennox battle? Yeah, yeah, that was the Joy Lennox battle. And then I did that right there just to see, you know. You were snapping. Yeah, yeah, and then everybody liked it, and I, it was just up from there. Yeah. That's crazy that, that that was your first battle though, because yeah. you seem, and now it makes sense when you say that you kind of had, you ain't new to this, you're true to this since yes. the uterus, like <laughs> you've been doing it like for a fat minute because yes. you came in like pretty confident already, mm -hmm. although you're significantly more so now, it's yes. like, but like you, uh, at that time, 
when that Joy Lennox battle came out, you still seemed, and it's crazy to hear that you had a, a master's degree already and all that shit, because yeah. you still seemed like a little rough around the edges. Like, yeah. there might have been, the, been a blower on you in the battle. Like, yeah, I was, was definitely, like, <laughs> I was definitely still, you know, living my life in the streets a lot during that time right there. I was just, you know, yeah. But I think that not too far after that, I had my daughter. Okay. I got my, my second child. Um, and that's what really just, you know, helped me to just focus on, you know, productivity in life, being a better person, being, you know, more like an enriching person in America and society. Seems like you have, there's like a lot of duality to you. And yes. There's, there's like, you're a very multi-layered person. Yes, yes. So you have like, there's the scholastic, uh-huh. um, you know, um, side of you there's mm-hmm. the entrepreneur side yes. of you there's the mother yes there's yes. there's the rapper yes and then and then there's like Reese from Compton yes. you know what I mean the mental health therapist the everything <laughs> and how do you like how do you find a balance between all these lives and do you find yourself like code switching at all or are you able to maintain your own um, identity throughout all that? I'm able to maintain my own identity through everything I know how to talk when I'm around the right the people I need to be you know corporate with I could be corporate with the corporate people I could be hood with the hood people you know what I'm saying I could sit down and have an interview with the interview people you know what I'm saying like I don't I don't feel like damn she called us interview people I'm no not like, not like that I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I know how to like still like conduct myself in different settings because that's how everything in my life has been duality like I don't know if it's because I'm black again if it's because I'm I'm a Libra. I don't know, but everything has always had like two sides to it. Like since I can remember, it's always been that way. So I, it's just natural for me. Yeah, no, and you you do it very gracefully. And um, thank you. What what's the is it having being a mother in battle rap mm-hmm. is like, but you actually bring like your son. I know your son. Yeah, you feel yes, me? Like yes. you brought your son to several events. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. My son loves battle rap, but I don't want to, I don't want to immerse him too much into the culture because it could be kind of cruel. But, um, but that's what I was going to say. Do you yeah. like, like, I was going to say that too. Do anybody target your son when you're battling? Um, a few people have, but they didn't say anything too disrespectful because I'm very protective when it comes to my kids. Shout out to my babies Noah and Sarah. Yeah, but yeah, like say, I'm like really my G Noah. <laughs> my kids might fuck right and hop in on your ass. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you feel yeah, my kids, yeah. my kids some thugs. Like I'll be like, oh, who kids is these? Like what? yeah, my kids some thugs. They don't play no games. But yeah, like I just I'm real protective over my children, what I expose them to, like what I present to them. That's why when I had my daughter, I knew like I can't be a certain way around her because she's gonna mimic me. She's gonna wanna be like me. She's gonna wanna do what I do. My son, he kinda got his own identity. He followed after his dad more so, which is a good thing. And you know, he do his own thing. My daughter, I knew immediately like she's gonna Im- imitate me and what I do. I have to give her something good to imitate. So I had to, you know, do some soul searching and change my life, you know, when I was through my pregnancy and when I had her. And now, you know, everything is good now. Like You, know. you was a really beautiful pregnant person. Like, oh, thank you. Not that I have a fetish or anything. So. <laughs> he just exposed himself. <laughs> I for sure was at events like like three days before. Glowing. Yes. Glowed yes. up. Yes, I was at events. I, I was like a few days before my due date. I went to a battle rap event. I could barely even walk. And I was like, bitch, I'm here. Like, give me a chair. Like, I'm going to sit in front row. Like, let's be like, honest. Pregnant <laughs> women are fire. Come on. Let's just start, let's just keep it stacked out here. Like, funny as fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah let, let me just expose it. I love those. I ain't even mad. <laughs> if you pregnant, you feel me? Holler one time. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga oh freaky. Look, no, that's freaky. I can't take it. <laughs> he is oh comedy. 
nah, but for real, pregnancy. Nah, I'm just playing. Um, with that being said, though, like it's interesting because you, you're. I feel like it, as a homie of yours, you're not. You're very open. You know what I mean. But you're also like you're a private person. You yes. know what I mean? Like, is it difficult to compartmentalize the different aspects um, of your life while still kind of like being open about it? Like you, you have your kids on social media, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause there's certain things in my life that you, you just can't hide. You can't hide the sun. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't hide certain things. In hey, my people life. hide the sun. Oh, Drake. shout out to Drake. <laughs> 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 Love you, Drake. But, um, but not like, it's just certain things in my life where I'm just more open. Yeah. And there are certain parts of my life where I'm not very open. You won't hear about that. Like, nobody would know about it. Like, my closest friends don't even know some of the things that I go through or things that I've been through or struggles that I have or whatever, because I keep that very, very private to myself. And once I feel mm. comfortable enough to, you know, talk about it, I, I'll get there. But a lot of the things that I share with people is because I already overcame, you know, a lot of these different challenges in life, obstacles, whatever. And I'm not uncomfortable talking about it. And I, you know, I would never hide my children from the world or nothing like that. Um, it's just certain parts of my life where, you know, it's just out there. No, it makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. Being a woman in a male dominated field, because mm -hmm. like hip hop in general is like a really misogynistic place for the most part. But like, I feel like it's getting better now. It's but getting it, better. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, yeah. Coming into it, it was like, damn. But, <laughs> but you're talking to some of my favorite rappers, Sugar Free. So yes. you feel me? Like, there, <laughs> there's certain types of misogyny that are cool, like when Sugar Free do it. But like, I don't even feel like it's bad. But like, oh, I'm talking about oh like a, a like a, a genuine like repression and oppression of yes. women and, and and you see that even more magnified in battle mm -hmm. rap again it has gotten better there's yes. a, there's a lot of um there's a whole there's a whole like separate fan base for mm -hmm. female battle rap but d like what has that experience been like for you and has it been like have you had any like experiences like as far as people being weird like trying to pop at you type shit you ain't got to expose nobody i'm just saying like pop at me like in what way like like you know like hey like you might like hey fuck with me you feel me come under my wing and you might get more opportunities oh, with yeah. and, they, they, and they have like weird intentions yeah yeah but you know me like i sniff all that shit out from the fucking gate like yeah. you don't gotta open up your mouth and i know where your energy is at like, yeah you yeah, feel yeah, me yeah. so it is people like that it's a lot of people like that that will be like oh yeah you want to oh, you want to get on that car right there in my hotel room you feel me and it's like, bitch, no. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not doing any of that. Like, if I can't get somewhere based on my talent, like, I don't need to be there, period. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like I want to, like, build myself up off of, like, you know, some fucked up type shit. You feel me? Like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even do no shit like that. So it is, it does I know happen. you wouldn't, but I'm yeah, just Yeah, 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 but if people do offer and stuff like that, you do see that right there a lot, um, you know, as a woman, but... It's like for me personally, like I don't even give a fuck what they talking about. Like I don't, I don't care what they got going on. Like I'm not engaging in that. You feel me? I'm not engaging. What would you say to young up and coming female battle rappers who are feeling that pressure? Uh, definitely know yourself, know your worth, know that you can make it to big places and big stages without having to do things like that. Build up your fan base organically. Um, connect with your fans organically and the fans will demand you to be in those places and they can't ignore you forever. And uh, no, I think that's Fair. really solid mm -hmm. advice. You had like, so w when you came in the game, then you were kind of like battling a little sporadically. It'd be uh -huh. like a battle here, a mm -hmm. battle there, but you started to gain a little bit of buzz. Mm -hmm. When do you feel like it kind of turned around? Cause like, I would say from, uh, 
2019 to 2020 mm-hmm. in particular mm-hmm. 2021 like mm-hmm. you had a, been having a real crazy run you, yeah. t- you took your foot off the gas a little bit recently mm-hmm. but like what, what was like a defining moment for you a defining moment was I guess I would say the Bonnie battle to be honest with you the Bonnie battle and I battled her because like I was coming from um the torture battle and that right there was also a defining moment like my first like big event in New York you know it's crazy up in there you know like the fucking jungle and um coming from that to the bonnie battle where i'm at a new league nobody knows me you know you made me blush when you said that a little bit i wasn't expecting because you know why yes like yeah because i was pushing your line real tough you feel me like yeah absolutely i appreciate no no you ain't like i wasn't like fishing for (laughs) like yeah let's book that battle for me (laughs) but like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes yes but not nah, like that right there was it because like man i had to convince me. them white people like are you it was like oh, who's our ex yeah like, they nobody knew me they was yeah. like who is this girl bonnie finna 30 her we don't want to see her like what, what's she been on this car for like that was the response i got from the king of the dot fan base but shouts to king of the dot shouts to organic and oh, yeah. it's uh, not the whole team the for it's for even yeah. like for allowing it to happen because i did oh, yeah. i did yeah. push the they line took a, they took a chance there, me, there were yeah. people that were like i don't know I was like, we need Bonnie versus like, because Bonnie, my people too. Yeah. And I've been working with her. Like, I was working hard to get more women mm-hmm. over on that stage right. for a minute. Because I don't think that I even had that many battles before that. Mm-hmm. I only had like maybe five or six battles. Like, yeah. I didn't have a lot of battles like that. So they didn't know me. They, they and it was our like, brother, uh, Beast Gatlin, that was really yes. in, in my ear too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think it's time. And we had been, yeah. So I was like, you know, I'd, been fucking with you heavy and mm-hmm. all that as a homie and then i knew you were nice that torture battle came yes. out and it was like okay like i think it's time to you know for her to get that light but bonnie is like one of them yeah elite female yeah, battle she, rappers yeah. you she's know like, she's like she's a from, giant she's been on every league i really respect that about her i really respect her grind and you know i really want to like you know go against her so when i did in front of a you know predominantly kotd crowd in oakland like that shit was next fucking level and Which makes it a little less because when you when she says a <laughs> predominantly KOTD crowd, yeah. what do you really mean? You could well, you know, it's well, no KOTD is very very mixed. I'm just saying the yeah, people yeah. that came out are like super King of the Dot head people, right? Like, right. They well, like King of the Dot people. They didn't really care for me that much because I'm not a King of the Dot person at that time. But the they Bay Area being like a little was, bit yeah, diverse, yeah. So you know, it was like Oakland. you know more of like a diverse crowd up in there. But like you know, the King of the Dot people, they want to they want to see the King of the Dot person win. You know, right. what I'm saying who is this new girl coming up in here finna battle Bonnie? Like like she didn't do nothing. Like where she even come from? Right. Like why why is she even here? But once I start rapping, I changed their mind. You feel me? They was yelling three up by the end of that battle. So I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and it's dope that the uh, ultimate underdog. Yeah, and, and like low key, the star was rising fast. And like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, shouts to Organic and the yes. whole KOTD staff for KOTD, yes. for really getting behind you. I feel mm-hmm. like after that, then you had was the next one the Myverse. Yeah, Myverse was right after that. Yeah, that right there was like, because she was in retirement. She came out of retirement to battle yeah. me. So that right there was like next level, you know, for me. I was like, damn, like this bitch tipping outside. Like, okay, let's do this thing. Let's fire. <laughs> it made a lot of sense. You feel me? One of like the the prettiest battles yes, yes. you could possibly <laughs> I have. I had to add that up in there. That was on my first line. Like, yeah. I talked, I had to address it. That's what everybody was saying. Like, I don't really, I didn't go into it thinking of that. Like, oh yeah, like we're both pretty. Like, I don't give a fuck what this bitch look like. I don't care what I I look like like i'm here to fucking rap i like, definitely thought about it when i was <laughs> <laughs> that was like the biggest thing that people just kept saying so i had to just address it because everybody kept you know talking about that aspect of it yeah 
Yeah, and then like from there, was it Shuni next? Or? Uh, after that, right there was Gaddis. Gaddis, and she came outside out of retirement for me, and I was like, "This bitch is on my ass. I cannot get thirty. I got to fuck her up." So yeah, that right there was a good battle, and after that was Shuni, and she had stopped rapping for a while and came back. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, "Dang, bitches is coming out of retirement for RX." Like, yeah, like how that smoke made these you bitches. feel. I felt like that nigga, you know, like I was like straight up. I was like, yeah, like these bitches is coming outside. Like, that's what's up. I felt good about myself. I, and I, like assume, I was doing something. I assume at that moment you're getting a lot of offers. People uh-huh. really trying to, you feel me? Like, because not only are you getting big names, but all your mm-hmm. battles are doing numbers. Yes. You're hitting six figures every mm-hmm. time, you know, like, mm-hmm. like what was the decision to like, why did you kind of decide like, let me like slow down with it? Okay. So um, after the Shuni battle... Um, I started, I was, I was working this whole time, by the way, I have like a corporate job, regular, I'm a mental health therapist. I work, you know, a lot or whatever with these kids. And, um, that right there was like, you know, taking up a lot of my time, I would say, cause I went to school for that. And, you know, I didn't want to just leave my job for battle rap type of thing, but it got to a point for me personally, where I had to like, you know, work and open up my business. Like starting my own brand was really, really, really important for me. So I was like, well, if I got to take a step back on battle rap, I got to just do that. But my plan wasn't to take a step back all this time. I've had battles booked. Right. I've had all kind of shit, but people back out, the league pull out of the battle, the uh, event just don't go down or whatever the case is. So I, I've had battles booked. I wrote for I don't know how many bitches, but whatever. Um, is they scared? They, I, I mean, if you ask me, I would say so. You feel me? I would say so. <laughs> it's not the contrary, in my opinion. But either way, you feel me? That's neither here nor there. We're not going to get these hoes no light, okay? <laughs> We're not going to get these hoes no light. Um, you know, I'm, I, it just made me push my pen harder. You know, made me push my brand harder. You feel me? So whatever, whenever the next one is, it's, it's going to be up. That's all I got to say. Do you feel like because you, like, when RX is at a battle event, like she could be standing next to the host or just in the mm-hmm. crowd and there'll be just as many comments about <laughs> you in the crowd as the fucking battle. Like, mm. okay. and, and then people are now, it's like, and, and you know, you've gotten into commentary and uh-huh. doing other things. Like, mm-hmm. so now like you're able to push your brand yes. without even rapping. Is yeah. that, is that kind of like take away the, make it like, it does it de-incentivize if that's a real word? Does it make it so do you have less of a reason to rap at this no, point? No, I still want to rap. I still want to battle. I still got battles that I want to do. I still got battles that I'm ready for and I'm not going to stop battling like no time soon. Like I still got like my own little personal, you know, kill list. You know, certain bitches, I got to get them up out of here. So I'm not going to stop battling. For me personally, honestly, it's just about like the timing of everything and like the business aspect of everything, to be honest with you. Because I could easily just get one of these bitches booked and just go to cheap rock. She or said, put it in my hand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everything for me got to be 100% on point. And I feel like I get offers all the time, but I just feel like there's always something where, you know, I'm not comfortable with. It's and a little Mickey. Yeah, it'd be some little janky stuff going on or whatever. But, you know, I'm not finna just sign up for a battle just to say I got a battle coming up. Like, it has to work for me. Like, you know, like, I, I'm the talent. Like, I, it has to work for me also. It can't just work for the league and the league only. Like, I'm not no fucking slave. And that'll bring your name down. You just popping yeah. out all the time with these regular <laughs> exactly. ass battles. Like, uh-uh. And it's just gonna be like, man, we see her every week. 
Right, exactly. Like it would be like watered down, like exactly. you know. So it just, it just has to be right. But I just feel like right now it's to the point where it's like, fuck, like something got to work out. Like, come on, yeah. I've heard you say that about your music. Like mm-hmm. that's why you don't like do songs with just all. Yeah, because then it's just like because like the whole aspect of when you do something that's like as far as a talent. I feel like once you overshow your hand, that's why I feel like you shouldn't just pop out all the time. They's like, oh, you gotta be seen all the time. No, you don't. You gotta be like a myth. So when they do see you, they're like, oh, there you go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when you do pop off, you're just doing battles every week, every month, or every every three months or something like that. It's just like, oh, another one. Yeah, another one. Damn, like you know what I'm saying. So it's like even even if you do got a real good one coming up, a lot of motherfuckers might swipe right past that motherfucker because they didn't see you five times this year. Period. You know what I'm exactly. That is so true because you don't want to oversaturate yourself and your talent. You know, like and you don't rely on battle rap to pay your bills. Correct. That's so, another big factor in that. You know, like because a lot of people they don't have that luxury. Like, right. They, you know yeah, and I, mean? I learned that. I learned that. I thought like, dang, people like to battle a whole lot out here. Hold up, and you find out that's their main source of income, and then right. you look at it a little bit different. Like, oh, okay, well that person has to take those right. battles. Like, I'm not in that boat. Danny Myers battled, like, we talked about that on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll battle to the 40 bar times a year. I yeah. love Ravar God. He's, but, the, he's yeah, the man. He, but he battles, like, like... 40 times a year. Like, no, I think that he be battling, like, like three times a month down yeah, there. Like, he like, battles a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you got to make your price go up in those situations. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you hide the man like that, everybody wants you, like, make your price go up, then you want the battle as often. Bro got then 10 kids. It. I feel it. You <laughs> <really> like, <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, I only got two. Like, damn, I got to, you know... I gotta but stay where I'm at. You are an entrepreneur. Yes. You got the Seven Wonders brand. Yes. Break it down. Like, and like, people might not see how that correlates to battle okay. rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yes. Okay. So, but if they um, knew you, you're like holistic mommy. You yes, feel me? Like, exactly. I'm super holistic. Like, I have like Native American roots. So, for me, like, that's where I'm at with it. You feel me? Like, everything has to come from the earth that we put on our bodies, um, you know hygiene products, stuff like that. So I used to have some skin issues. I used to have eczema real bad. I had blemishes on my face real bad and nothing. Let me find out. Oh yeah. I used to have bad skin and, um, I had to start concocting up my own little, you know, methods and stuff of like shea butters and oils and stuff like that. And that's what really cleared my skin up. Like my skin, like I had, I I would wear like long sleeve shirts a lot. That should make a lot of y'all women feel really good because she like, look like, I'm just yes. gonna say she got some like vibrant skin. You yes, feel me? Yes. Like so. It's her guy name. It's her guy and I never would like as long <laughs> as I've known you, I ain't seen. Maybe you had it protected, but I ain't seen no eczema. Yeah, yeah. This was like a while ago, and I started making my own stuff, and then you know I just started enhancing it with like healing crystals, like rose quartz, crystal quartz, amethyst, things like that. And um, I also became certified as an um, as an aromatherapist. Like I love like aromatherapy. Like I feel like smell is like really important. You know. You got to smell good and all that good stuff. But um, I started just, you know, mixing everything together. And that's where Seven Wonders came from. You know, the the skincare mixed with the um, healing crystals mixed with the aromatherapy is all for the mind, body, and soul. It's holistic. See, so, I used to be into a different type of crystal. So I like <laughs> We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> And a girl named Crystal that worked in Hong Kong. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> nigger, but, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> but no, that's a much better type yes, of crystal. Yes, yes. So I just, you know, put it all together. So I have like, you know, hair oil, like a hair growth oil that works extremely well. Um, I use it for like my kids and grew their hair out real good myself because, you know, I be cutting all my hair off sometimes. Um, the skincare, the shea butters, the body scrubs, 
Um, I have um, healing kits with like Sage, Palo Santo, and um, Selenite. And also, um, I do tarot cards also. I, I'm a tarot card reader. And um, yeah, so my business is just going up right now. Everything is good. You feel me? I just recently added the shirts and the lighters. And I have more stuff um, on the way as well. But everything is based on mental health, though. Like, because I'm a mental health therapist. I always wanted to combine, like, my mental health background with, like, my spiritual background and put it together and make something for the people. And this is what, what came from it. It's Seven Wonders. I'm big on mental health. So yes, like, that's, yes. That's, that, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And have you, it seems like you've seen a lot of success. I know it's like a yes. new business. It's a new like, business. Yeah. So, you know, but I've reached some, some really nice heights in the short amount of time that I've had this business. It's now been about um, eight months, about eight months now. And everything has actually been going really, really well. Like, I really, um, you know, appreciate the people who support. I really appreciate the people who, you know, take time out to, you know, learn about the things that I, you know, um, tell people about when it comes to Seven Wonders, mental health, taking care of ourselves, making sure that we're good, not just energetically, like, you know, looking good on the outside, but also on the inside as well. We need to be taking care of ourselves better. I feel like in the black and brown community and even some parts of the white community as well, like mental health is just brushed over. It's taboo. It's not talked about and things like that. But I have seen a lot of, um, you know, heights reached within mental health in the past, I would say, like, five years. Like, as a mental health therapist, I remember back in the day when I first became a therapist, I never saw black families. I never saw Mexican families. Mm -hmm. I never saw, um, like, Asian families even. Mm -hmm. It was always, like, you know, white families that would come in for help. And then nowadays, like, you see everybody coming in for help. You see everybody, every race, every um, socioeconomic level. You see everybody coming in. That's a beautiful thing, because that definitely is different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It was stigmatized in a lot of those communities before. Yes, so yes. it's dope no to facts. see. And I will say, like, you, you know, your products are fire. Like, Thank like you. my girl Marissa yes. fucks with it heavy. Yes, you know, I love her. Think about a storefront? I'm sorry? A storefront? Uh, right now, I, I want to have a storefront eventually. Right now, I just have my website, which is sevenwonders.shop. It's C E V Y N wonders.shop. And um, right now I have that, but I definitely want to grow to have the storefront as well. I have a store that I could, um, you know, start putting my products in. Like, they gave me the green light any day now. So that could be, you know, um, part of my storefront also. But I want to, you know, wait a little bit of time before I just rush into things. Yeah. Do you feel like um, young Reese, you know, when you was like a teenager, Mm -hmm. before you discovered this poetry and all Mm -hmm. that, in in Compton, did you have a clear vision that you were going to do something great like you're doing now? Or would you kind of like, <laughs> if, if you could like stare into the future mm-hmm. at that age, you think you'd be like, damn, I wound up really doing it. Like, Man, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I wish I could give you a nice, um, you know, Fruity Pebble answer. But I got to be honest with you. Like my, my upbringing and my background, it was very dark. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Like, you know, I grew up around just like a lot of violence um, a lot of abuse and things like that. So I honestly didn't have like big, big dreams like that when I was little. I just was like, damn, like, you know, I'm probably going to die when I'm like a teenager. Like that's, that's what I kind of felt a lot of my life. You thought you was going to be from the set and doing out there. Yeah. That kind of stuff also. Yeah. It, it was just my, my life growing up, like where I come from, it was just not, it was, it's not nothing like where, what I've grown into today. It's nothing like this. I wish I could say like, yeah, I always knew this. Like, no, no, I, I think that's even more like, to be honest with you, yeah. I look at it the other way. I think that's like 
even more of a testament to how mm -hmm. beautiful it is what you've made of your life. Then. Yeah, like, you yeah. Couldn't absolutely. even conceive of it at a younger age. Absolutely. Like, like when I was young, like I was just I, I couldn't even think about next week. All I knew was today. All I could live in is today. Like, should I hope tomorrow come? Like that was my mindset growing up for like many, many years. It wasn't until I got older when I started saying, like, damn, like, it's more to life than just this. Like, damn, like, it's, like, other things I could do? Like, what? Like, it was, like, a whole new world for me, especially, like, my college days and stuff like that. It just really opened up my mind a lot. And, like, traveling. Traveling opened up my mind a lot as well. And it helped me to just, you know, appreciate the life that I have, appreciate the things that I have, my family, be grateful. And, you know, that's when my mind started opening up more. Because before that, it was, you know, I wasn't who I am today. That's beautiful. Do you feel like um, going through all that stuff, it kind of make you, when you're approached with beef and battle rap and like people, like, you know, I, we don't, I'm not trying to get into any specifics. Oh, yeah, I, like, I don't even yeah. take it that way. <laughs> yeah, because like, you're like, but, but you know, you've had situations of people trying oh, yeah. to get you out of character. Does that kind of mm -hmm. make it like seem so petty when like, you're like, yo, I really done survived some shit. This shit is like meaningless. <sighs> like, or does it kind of bring out like, <laughs> The gangster in you, like yo, you know what? As a matter of fact, these it's really ain't even fuck like you. That. Like, yeah, she's like, probably be like these bitches ain't even really like that. These bitches saying. ain't even like that That's because I'm, I'm not the yeah. type of nigga to sit up over here and talk up on no motherfucking internet. I'm not no internet Twitter finger ass nigga. If I'm a, if you gonna say some weird shit to me, bitch, I'm gonna pull up on you. Like, I don't got time to play no games with these hoes. Period. So, with me personally, like the issues that I have, any issues I've ever had that been battle rap, it was always a pull up involved. Okay, bitches can attest to the fact they gonna tell you what happened when the pull up happened. I'm not gonna talk about it, and but they know what happened. Such a nice girl, you see how like <laughs> I, I, I love it. I'm no, and I love it, and she I just had to let them know. Look, you got you got to keep it cool sometimes, but you got to let them know I ain't no bitch either. Yeah, because for me personally, like I don't take I don't take none of that all that battle rap extra doll shit. Like you never see me on the internet talking online, oh, in spaces and stuff like that. No, I'm gonna pull up to your space and see what's what's up with you. I'm gonna check your temperature. I've been checking temperatures before COVID, so I don't got no problem <laughs> pulling out the thermometer bitches. for none of these bitches. Okay, period. Bars. Yeah, and it, it, it's you know what? I'm sorry because we're friends, but that was so manipulative of me to even <laughs> ask that question. Yeah, no, I'm all like, I, getting like hyped up. Like, let me no, down. You but I wanted y'all. To I like see. to get to that. I like to get to that. <laughs> but I but wanted y'all yeah. in in the No Jumper universe to see, <laughs> like the homie AJ from Grape say, "Yeah, that's my nigga AJ." It could go there. You yeah, feel exactly. me? Like exactly. Like, like, that. yeah. like that's like second day. nature to me. Like what? Like all that? What? That's that's nothing to me. You feel me? Like that's that's easy to do. Like it's easy to take that route. You feel me? It's hard to be like, let me stay in my square. Let me, you know, you focus have on myself. A lot of self control to battle rap. A lot of self control. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I. I can't involve myself in those. You smooth? Yeah, I can't. I, I can't involve myself in those escapades because the nigga say something wrong, we are gonna have to fight. We are gonna have to fight. Okay, you but gotta have, be like you that. gotta have good self control. But they be, be getting, you know, like these battle rappers be getting paid racks. You I'm feel sure. Me? Like you still, you, you sure, can't put that bro, to the side. Nigga said the wrong thing. Like we got kids out here. <laughs> Fuck that money. Nigga say something about my kid, bro. We gonna fight now, motherfucker. You feel me? Like. You gotta be a, you gotta you gotta get be a real adult. Yeah, you gotta be a real adult in that motherfucker. See, but that's how these kids is eating too, though. Facts. So you gotta like, be. That's what I'm saying. You gotta be a real adult in that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? But also a lot of stuff. Give yourself they, a few years. You might. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you lyrical. Like yeah, I used to I'm, be like that. I'm 24. Yeah. I'm saying, give me some time. Yeah, I used to be just like that. I didn't start battle rapping until I was like 26 or something. Like, yeah, like I know. I used to be just like that. I used to think just like that. Like, oh hell no, what I'm gonna go up like. But then once you get up there, you, it's just all entertainment. Like, it's not even real. Right. Like, 
But if they say something that you really, really, really uncomfortable with, then you might have to check them after the battle. You feel me? Let them know, like, hey, I didn't fuck, I didn't fuck with that. Like, where your hands at? You did have, you had a very different energy. The like when I first was around you, Mm -hmm. I want to say I probably met you. 2013 probably so yeah yeah it's been Mm -hmm. a fat man but like the reese that i met Mm -hmm. and like i don't even know i didn't even know you was rx it was pretty reese yeah yeah. like when i first (laughs) met you and i I was like damn she's like she might just shank me if i turn (laughs) (laughs) i probably had a little something that's what i'm saying like it it had real switchblade energy it wasn't who we have here today yeah yeah (laughs) that's what i'm but it's, yeah, I've, I've grown as a as a woman, as a mother, as a um, human being, you know, like I've grown a lot and I just really appreciate my growth. I appreciate my road and where I come from. And I'm a living testament to other, you know, young women out there who, you know, probably come from the same background that I come from. Like you, I guess hope like you could be whatever you want to be in life, whatever it is that you want to do in life, you could absolutely do it. But it all starts with your mind frame. It all starts with your mindset and where your mind is at and get that right there in a good place. Everything else will follow. And with that being said, we talked a lot about the origins uh, of of RX and Compton and yes. all that. Now, Compton Battle Rap is in a way different place. You're yes. talking about like you got Geechee Gotti, yes. arguably the top dog in all yes. of battle rap. Yes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you got a bunch of burgeoning up and coming mm-hmm. talents. You feel me? You got you, mm-hmm. you know, representing for the for the women, like, yes. what does it feel like now? Do you, do you when you be out there? Do is it like, do you, is it more youth that are like, I want to be a battle rapper because they see Geechee, they see RX, they yeah. see these examples of a trajectory to make it yeah, from battle. Do, do you notice that? Yes, like, I I see a lot of youth today who want to get into battle rap because they saw um it, it don't it don't even always got to be me or Geechee. A lot of times right. it is. But even if it's not just us, it's just them seeing like, dang, like they on stage, like they, you know, got a crowd in front of they rapping, like, you know, they creative, they got these crazy bars and stuff like I could do that. Like, you know, so it's really dope to see that because growing up, like most people, like we knew what battle rap was, but it wasn't a big thing like that. Right. Not, right. not in my neighborhood. We used to watch Smack DVDs and stuff like that and right. like all that, you know, we loved it, but it wasn't like a platform for us, you know, like we had the pit, but that right there wasn't super, you know, that was kind of short lived. Local too. Yeah. Yeah. It's local. Unf- so I feel like if that footage that got more, out. Yeah. But. I feel like right now it's just so many platforms available, you know what I'm saying? To, to the average kid up in Compton or surrounding cities or wherever, you know, anywhere in California really is, is leagues everywhere now before it wasn't a whole bunch of leagues like that, you know? And do you feel like, you know, there's these youth that's looking up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you have a daughter as well. Yes. Like, And like, is it, are you aware and do you feel a sense of responsibility being a voice mm-hmm. that so many of these young women are relating to? Because like, especially out here in LA and, mm-hmm. you know, the West, like, you sound like them. You mm-hmm. you you talk like them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they they can see themselves in you and mm-hmm. vice versa. Yes. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel really good. I definitely feel responsible for my actions, for my words, for how I portray myself, for how I present myself. I feel very um like a responsibility definitely does come with that. It can't be like, oh, don't have your kids look up to me. Like, no, like the kids gonna look up to certain people. You gotta make sure that you're giving them something good to look up to and something good to imitate, like what I mentioned earlier with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just be out here just, you know, being like whatever, you know, because people gonna see that. People might, might try to mimic that. So I wanna be like 
you know, putting forth my humanitarian efforts mm. and being a good person to let people know, like, hey, like, you could come from that, but you could still carry yourself better. You know, you could still have, like, a better mindset and think, you know, higher than, you know, what your surroundings told you, you know, you could be or whatever. Further. That being said, any parting words for the people? Okay. Uh, yes, absolutely. So y'all know I got my edible line. Okay, I just launched my. Why are you looking at me? You know I can't eat that shit. I was I was trying to tempt you. I swear I was trying to tempt you. Yes, I do have my edible line. So make sure you guys holler at me for that right there. I do have my Seven Wonders brand. So make sure y'all holler at me for that right there as well. And uh, follow me on everything. Pretty pretty Reesey on everything. You feel me? Holler at me. And that's seven C E V Y. Yeah, C E V Y N Wonders shop. With that being said, we about this biatch, out this biatch. Ooh.